Wake up, wake up, wake up. This is your Cup of Joe podcast, and I'm your host, Joe. And like we always do, we have uh, conversations with extraordinary extraordinary people uh these are people everyday folk you know we got you know, we've talked to doctors we've talked to bankers and all these but they're they're extraordinary they are they are heavy hitters in what they do and this morning is no different i got two folk we were just talking two people that i want to be like when i grow i couldn't call anybody else as it relates to sports uh they know all things sports now they're they're they 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 uh well i know them for football but listen they 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 i've seen them uh uh do it all uh do it all so we gonna talk sports this is called put me in coach and i got some of the the the, the best coaches uh that i've seen uh in my lifetime some of the best and i have uh coach connors uh, you see in the JSU, the I love, yeah, you know it. <laughs> and then I have Coach Thompson, Coach Thompson, Coach Thompson, Alabama State. And I, look, I'm gonna let them introduce themselves. I don't want to mess nothing up. These brothers are good brothers, and they are some awesome and phenomenal coaches. Like I said, we're talking put me in coach. We're gonna talk all things sports. Uh, football, whatever they want to talk about, and they can give their expertise to you all in podcast land. Like I said, we in the coffee shop, we chilling, we gonna talk. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start with uh, Coach Connors. I'm gonna start with Coach Connors and let him introduce himself to the people. Tell tell the people about yourself, Coach Connors. Uh, my name is Dennis Connor. I'm a graduate of Central High School in 1983. And I was blessed to uh, receive a scholarship to attend the Jackson State University, where um, I end up. Uh, but when I, you know, when I got my scholarship and went there as a true freshman, I was the 24th linebacker out of 24. <laughs> ended up working my way up and ended up starting three years out of the five that I was there. And jump fast forward, end up getting into the Hall of Fame at Jackson State. We won um we won about three about three championships while I was there and and everything else is history. I didn't coach for the last 32 years. And now the last three, the last two years I've been coaching girls flag football because I had to stop coaching so I can see my daughter graduate and which she'll be graduating this year. And um I'm married. I've been married for 30 years. I have two sons and a daughter, and um, which my daughter is a senior this year, so she'll be moving on, going to Auburn, and uh, and she's a two-time shot put indoor state champion, which that's one thing that I love. So her, my sports fanatic part rubbed off on her a little bit, but the main thing that I'm proud of her about is um, she carried a, a four point a four point five GPA in all advancing dual enrollment classes awesome That's coach me. connor's everybody coach connor's we're gonna give him a hand give him a hand yes sir and we also have on my brother look we was we, we were in the trenches together <laughs> at a high school coach coach thompson you tell the people about yourself coach hey now you see i gotta go behind coach connor man now 
He rocking the JSU. <laughs> who, who is swag, baby? Oh, <laughs> even though I'm Syac now, even though I'm Syac now, but who is swag, baby? <laughs> we both are. <laughs> yeah, listen, man, I, um, I'm from <sighs> Butler, Butler, Alabama, man, Choctaw County. Um, graduated from there in 2002. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely a rookie in the game when it comes to to great guys like Coach Connor, man. Like he's, you know, I really look up to. Him. You know, guys like that, and, and me and Coach have had plenty of conversations over the years. Um, but I, um, I left high school, man, went to Alabama State um, in 2002. Uh, I played there for four seasons, um, became a starter the last two seasons, won um, um, SWAT championship in 2004. And after that, I started coaching, man. I admired my college coaches so much, I wanted to be like them. Um, and I started off at Hillcrest Evergreen High School. I went to Carver High School as an assistant. My first head job was at Pickens County High School, man, <laughs> from Alabama, man. And we was able to do some great things there. And um, after that, I uh, went to Carver High School, Montgomery. I was able to do some great things there. And I finally got an opportunity to make the jump to college football, man. I, I, and I love it. I love high school ball, but I, I just love coaching. I'm in year 16, and I'm just trying to bring it every day, man. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to, get to where Coach Connor is, man. How can I get to that number? Like, how can I get to that 30 number? I agree with Coach Connor. Keep doing what you're doing. Listen, these two men, I, like I say, I admire them because not uh, they're not only good coaches, they are great leaders of men. Uh, I've seen what Coach Connors uh, has, uh, has done. I seen what Coach, what Coach Thompson has done. Uh, we were in there together. Just see how he was able he was able to lead men. I've seen uh, some guys get be on that football field, and I'd be like, "What? Let's let's see what Coach gonna do with that." I, I don't know, but I ain't gonna say nothing. And then I'm coming back, and like Lord, they they balling, <laughs> they doing their thing, and it's it's, it's coaches, it's good coaches that bring. Uh, bring it out. So I know when I when I'm doing this, this is a little small podcast here, but uh, man, if they could if, look, I mean, I'm just honored and blessed to have these two uh, men on here. And I'm and y'all gave a little bit of your your journey, but I want to get in depth with. I'm gonna start with Coach Thompson. Just tell me a, just a little bit more about your sports journey. Maybe you know just a little bit that you want to add about uh, to uh, uh, to to give the uh, people, the viewers, just a little bit about your sports journey. I'm going to start with Coach Thompson. Man, I, I, I love sports. And my uh, my auntie, who raised me, used to always get on to me. Her and my uncle um, would always get on to me and say, man, that's all you think about. That's <laughs> all you think about is, is going to the weight room and playing sports is more. Look, sometimes I'll joke with her now uh, because I'm 38. I'll tell her, hey, I, still all I think about is football, right? <laughs> but, you know, just playing sports growing up from the age of five and all the way up and in high school, uh, playing football and baseball, um, and uh, off at Alabama state. I, I just, I, I love sports, man. And, and, and it really, it, it, it derived from PE, right? <laughs> it derived from PE because, you know, just the level of competition, um, and, 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 and playing and, and the camaraderie of the brotherhood, um, at Alabama state. And then, going on from there to starting to coach, man, I, I just, you know, I love being around it. I can't imagine myself doing anything else. Like I really can't like, man, I, you know, I still wake up with the energy every day um, to go out and try to make a difference, man. So 
um, that's pretty much it. That's awesome. So, so how did you, you said, I, I heard you say that you, let's say when you got to Alabama state, you ended, when did you end up, uh, started running back, right? Yeah, man. Well, listen, I went in, I, I went into Alabama state as a running back and for two years, man, it was, I guess, just like any other journey. It, it wasn't all peaches and cream. You know, you have that, that hit the wall moment, right? Yeah. You have that hit the wall moment to where, Oh, mama, do I want to transfer? Do I want to go home? Because I, I wasn't playing my first year. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and then going into the spring of my junior year, man, all, all of the H backs, the fullbacks now, all the the H the H backs, and I love these guys, Marlon Lynch and Lee Carter, man. Those guys had some injuries. Mm -hmm. And it was, you know, you look around and you say, hey, I can either be the second or third string tailback, or I can block my tail off and be the H. And and that spring, man, I, I kind of navigated into the H back position or the fullback position. And uh from there I made my mark and didn't look back. You know, was able to actually make my mark there. And, you know, all of us got that inner running back. Like, I need the ball 18 times. But, man, <laughs> just being on the field yeah. um, was more important to me than uh, carrying the ball because just being able to play the game. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> so, good deal. Good deal. So, Coach Connors, tell me about And I want to hear a little bit about this. You said you were 24, the 24th of 24 linebackers, right? Right. Um, when, talk when, talk when I, about that a little bit. Your journey. Uh, when 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 I um when I got to Jackson State, I'm like, uh, I think I'm in the wrong place. Uh, I was the 24th linebacker out of 24, and of course, um, they had the number one. They had the number one linebacker from the state of Arkansas. They had the number one and number two linebacker from the state of Mississippi, mm. and. And and then they already had some All Americans. They had a, a two or three number one draft draft choices that was that that I ended up playing with. And all of a sudden, you know, I'm I'm going, I'm I'm working, I'm working. Guys start quitting. Guys start leaving. Mm -hmm. And I'm continuing to move up in the depth chart. But going into my going into my second year, the head coach was going to cut me, and the defensive coordinator asked him not to. Mm. He's as a coordinator, which is a uh, big daddy Carson told um, uh, WC going, uh, you know, uh, you know, let, let's not cut him. I believe he's going to be end up being a good one. And so that in 85, um, the defense coordinator went and learned the defense, the, um, the four to six defense from the Chicago Bears. Mm -hmm. And those defense that we was playing, I seen years so Leon Seals was played and played with the Buffalo Bills for about for about 10 or 12 years. He was playing the defensive end position, but he kept on, but he truly was a defensive tackle, but he kept going inside. So therefore he was losing containment. Hmm. So therefore uh, he said, I need to find somebody to play that. I said, Hey, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just like coach, you know, I, Hey, that go get me on the field. I go play that defensive end, but I was a true linebacker. And so from that day forward, I started I started playing a stand-up defensive end. Sometime I get down, sometime I stand up, but I, I I went back and practiced between the defensive end and the linebacker for the for the next two or three years. And and then and that's when we came up with the weekend position out of the 46. 
Wow. <laughs> wow. What that's awesome. That's awesome. So so I'm hearing, so y'all both, y'all both got to see some playing time. I'm hearing is you 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 worked or you 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 made the most of your opportunity, whether it was injuries or, or just hey, you stayed and hey, they say we could I can play this just a little bit differently, a little bit better. So let me, I'm going to, I know I sent y'all some questions, but I'm going to ask this one on here because it's, it's going, it's going, I'm going to start with, Co I'm going to ask this to Coach Thompson because I, I, I see that you, you recruit as well. You recruit high school and, and things of that nature. Is, are we, as athletes today, are, are we missing maybe that work factor? Or if, if we are, how, how, how can they get it back? Uh, what was, do y'all do they have still have that same work ethic that y'all had back in the day? Man, I'm gonna I'm tell you, man. I'm gonna answer that question and I'm gonna say yes. But to us, you know, it always seemed like we did more. Okay. Right? It's almost like when you go back to your middle school and say, "Man, we were bigger than bigger than this when we were here." And you see the kid, like, um, so I, I think it's I think the answer to that question is yes because you can still tell the ones who got it. Yeah. Who okay. got that unrelentless work ethic. And I know it sounds cliche, you know, you work, but really the consistency of it. So I'm gonna answer that question and say, yeah. But just like that, on the flip side of it, you can still tell the ones who don't have the work ethic, who'll be bullcrapping. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So I, to answer that question, man, some of them got it. And I think back in the day or in my time, and, you know, me and Coach Connor play in two different eras now. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even the um, even, you know, even back then, you can tell the ones, you know, you got a certain percentage that got it and some that don't. So I'm, I'm going to say, yeah, I think it's all equivalent moving forward to this to this generation. You know, some of them got it. So to answer your question, man. Yes. But has it changed? Yes. But you can still tell who got it. OK, I'm going to put you said has it changed? I'm going to put a pin in that right there because I'm going to ask you how. But I'm going to go. <laughs> but I'm going to go to Coach Carter. So from your era to, to now, have you seen it evolve or have you seen you know, talk about the, I guess, the work ethic and, you know, all that. I guess the, the, the you know, just like Coach said, uh, the work ethic really haven't changed, but the mindset of the mm. player has changed because now the mindset of the coach had to change because once they came up, you know, back in our time, we didn't have a 20-hour rule. Mm. You know, when, when I was playing at Jackson State, we, we, we had two of days. The whole season, we we, mm -hmm. we will go to practice from our three thirty to six thirty. We will we will go inside. Uh, we 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 in our first practice. We'll go inside. We'll take off our shoulder pads. We'll keep on our pants because within an hour back as we had to be back on the field at seven thirty to ten thirty Monday Wednesday. I mean Monday Tuesday Wednesday. So so that the mindset of the coaches changed first because. They was it was made to be changed because they had they came up with the twenty hour work week, so therefore and then all this other stuff going on with the NIL and all that, mm -hmm. the mindset of it make change. So, but like Cole say, you still can you still can see them dogs, the real <laughs> dogs that's out there. <laughs> so has that that's I guess that's the part I'm asking. Is it is it more dogs out there, or do you see more puppies? It's like, you know, in the, the mindset. Uh, from, from my standpoint, I I, I I see more puppies. 
it, it, it's a blessing that that, that I have uh, one of my grandsons is, is a four star, is a four star recruit now, and uh, and he he's one of the top recruits in, in the country. I think he's ranked number nine on on rivals as the uh, one of the uh, best defensive backs in the country. Mm-hmm. Well, Coach Coach Thompson, I guess he's he 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 talked about. I guess the uh, mindset has changed. Is is that what you see, or do you see something else that maybe has changed? Is it the system that changed? Well, kind of piggybacking on what Coach said. Look, Coach, I told you, we, I told you, we played in two different generations. <laughs> I was part of that. I was part of that generation in college when they changed that rule, the two a day rule. That was in two thousand and four, to where, yeah. and, I, and I can remember being in camp and us practicing two a days, practicing two a days in two thousand three. Then the next year in camp. We're all sitting around like, man, this is easy. All we got to practice is one time a day. Like, we yep. can't go back to back. I, I can literally remember sitting in the dorm room playing Madden saying, man, you know, we don't have another practice. You know, we got weights and film and stuff like that, but we practiced this morning. So this is easy. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> so, the other part of generation. And I, and I think, man, um, like I said, I think there's more dogs unpopular you know unpopular opinion right but i'm gonna tell you why because the level of training is 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 so much more man all of the um position specific training now Mm -hmm. when you're looking for guys um the the mindset like back in the day um and i say back in the day whatever you whenever you want to call it (laughs) right um now that kid is position specific now in in middle school Mm -hmm. he has a personal trainer already he he knows his his steps he knows his aiming point he knows coverages all of that stuff now before he even gets to high school you see what i'm saying so i think in that in that aspect of it it's more of them jokers out there now that's ready to play if that makes sense but also man that mindset gotta be you know dog mindset and we we always say dog we always say dog um but i i think it's more of them out there now uh, and that's definitely unpopular opinion, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I so from your I'm gonna stick with you, Tom, Coach Thompson. Okay. So from from your recruiting standpoint, because I got another question for you, Connors, along the same uh, line, uh, mm-hmm. Coach Connors, I, uh, along the same line. But from a recruiting standpoint, how do you? Because I agree with you. That's something I didn't think of, think about, but because. I know, I know some, what grade, fifth, sixth, when they start the little leagues. And I'm like, this dude, geez, or this dude. And I keep saying that. So what, I guess, uh, from your recruiting standpoint, because it's so many, what do you, what are some intangibles that you look for to say, okay, this is a dog or this person they gone, they, they, they already think they'll start. Cause you know, you got some reason why I'm saying you got the guy from Miami who uh, was in Florida. Uh-huh. I mean, he was still getting millions of dollars. Right. He said, I'm going to do that. I ain't going to do that. I ain't going to do that. And so a lot of coaches, but then you had Nick Saban that said that he turned what five away because yep. they were asking about Neil money uh, because he, I understand him. You want somebody that, that want to play that, 
to me that that mess up a mindset. This is just me, and you can you know y'all y'all the more professionals in it. So how do you what do you look for to know? Okay, this person's good on the field, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> you just said it. You just said it in terms of because there's so many people, there's so many kids that can play, mm-hmm. right? So man, you look for the one that check all the boxes, and that's what we're looking for. When you say, when I say check the boxes, the character, mm-hmm. the academics, the discipline report, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All of those things is how you can kind of filter those guys, how you can kind of filter those guys out. And you don't have to ask a kid um, anything or a kid don't have to tell you anything be- or anybody for that matter, because mm-hmm. they'll show you exactly who they are, mm-hmm. right? You don't all of a sudden, start recruiting a kid and then and in two weeks you're ready to sign them right <laughs> right because you recruit a kid we go out in the spring and you recruit a kid from april his junior year all the way through his football season all the way through his academic fall all the way through his spring winter before you say okay i'm gonna offer you so in seven months i know mm-hmm. exactly who you are you ain't gotta tell me nothing yeah you see what I'm saying? Yeah. What boxes do you check? If you were kicked off the team or you failing or, you know what I'm saying? You yeah, don't check yeah. the boxes, man. You ain't got to tell me nothing. I know exactly who you are. <laughs> so, Coach, it, it's along the same line, but it's a little different question because you see them you see before they get recruited for college. So what what is your what is your mindset when you're looking, I guess, to put them out on the field or to prepare them for that level if you see a puppy <laughs> and you're like i get i think i i think this i think this, this he'd be a dog you know what are you what what's your mindset from there on well um and it's funny you ask because you know i coached college for 10 years ah and- yes sir <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know that <laughs> I, I, I was a defensive coordinator at still for 10 years yeah okay <laughs> but uh so 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 you you can you can almost tell even even when I left college mm-hmm. when I left college to go start coaching high school, my mindset was I'm gonna teach these young men the same thing I taught my college kid. So when they set foot on that campus, they're gonna be ready to play. Mm-hmm. And so so once I did that, majority of all of the kids that I sent to college. They all unplayed their freshman year because because they 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 knew they knew what a cover two was they knew what a cover three was they they knew all the things that need to be known about whatever position that 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 they needed to do and so so in in and, and just like coach say as a coach you want to develop a whole person. You mm-hmm. want to develop the whole person from a player all the way to being a good person because you 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 want this person to succeed in life. It's it, it's not the 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 I get the joy out of not seeing kids play on Sunday because you almost can see the one or two that gonna do that. Mm-hmm. But I get the joy out of this young man call me and say, Coach, hey, I'm I'm starting with the police department on Monday. Awesome. That that's that that that's some of my biggest joy. 
That's awesome. That's awesome. See, now y'all li- see, this is just, it's almost like it's scripted because you're going into my next <laughs> question here. Um, and I'll stick with you, coach. I'll stick with you, coach Connors. Um, so how do you, first of all, tell me, I'm going to start with you. What as an athlete, what was your end goal now? And now I'm saying that, and how do you how do you talk to someone about maybe having a uh not necessarily I hate to say a plan B because you don't wanna uh I remember this thing I'm looking at Coach Tom to think about when I was at uh Pickens and uh man this this guy literally cried in my room because he said that I would and I had a meeting with his mom and everything because I tried to talk to him about having a plan B. I had to reword that <laughs> uh, because, uh, you know, he was great at football. I was like, but hey, you want something, you know, you don't want to make that just your end goal. And at the time, it, to me, it was bad word because I didn't, didn't want to, uh, you know, we all got dreams and you, you want to feed their dreams. Uh, however, you want, you know. You want to know it? Do they have another end? Do you have to have an inroad? Do they have some something else that they that they want to do? Because uh, he was like, "Man, you 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 know you 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 dumping on my dream for lack of a better word." He said something else, but <laughs> you dumping on my dream. Uh, they used to call me coach. I don't know why you dumping that. I'm I'm going to play. I'm playing in the league. I'm playing. And I had to show him the thing about the league and all that stuff. And so I guess my point of making is, as an athlete. What was your end goal? And then, you know, if, um, are, what do you tell of you? I'm asking. Are you asking as an athlete or as a coach, what was my end goal? I guess when you started playing and, you know, what was your end goal? And then if you didn't reach that end goal, you know, how did you guess? I guess if the league was your end goal, then how did you make peace with, okay, I, I'm not getting to lead, but this is what I want to do to be around football. Or this is what I want to do. Like the guy, league might not have been his league might have been his end goal, but he's like, okay, I just started with police department. Well, you know, some people don't see that far. And then, like, how do you deal with an athlete? Well, first, what was your end goal? And then, how do you deal with an athlete to maybe give them, uh, you know, I guess another inroad if if they don't get to the league, if you will. Okay, my um my my I, I guess my my end goal was just to uh I, I was a first generation college student out of my family. I was the first one to go to college. I was the first one to graduate from college. Our family knew nothing about college. My um my uh my my mother picked cotton and you know I was born in Saw. I was born in a house so I was the very first one. My end goal was just to, but when, when I realized that I can play, I was able to play at a different level. And then mm-hmm. someone said something to me about, are you, are you planning on going to college? And, 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 and it's funny that you say that my head coach didn't even say that to me. And it, it was just, it, it was just a person that worked in the school, worked in the school system said, are you interested in going to college? And, and, and that's how I ended up at Jackson State. And so, you know, just each thing I kind of took from the people that gave to me, and I tried to uh, give that to my players. And, and, the, and the young man that I'm talking about, um, 
you know, he tried out for he 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 tried out for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm-hmm. He tried out for the XFL, uh, and he was talking about uh, trying back out for uh, uh, another league. But it, it was long conversations that we had. I said, now, I said, you know, I said, I'm going to give you about three or four years. He's going to stay in your system about three or four years once you're done with college and done with all of that. And um, and so he, you know, really you kind of, you set them in a path to be successful, mm-hmm. but they're going to have to make that decision when it's time to give up football because if you try to force it, force it on or force them to give it up, they will always blame you. I never even forced a kid to go to a school that I wanted him to go. Mm-hmm. I will always say, hey, this is what I hear. This is where you want to choose where you want to go because I don't have to go to practice. I don't have to go to practice. And so I'm not going to force you to go there. You can choose. I said, but I'm going to give you, uh, I'm going to give you the ins and outs of why you, maybe why you shouldn't. And one of the kids that I talked to, I said, I don't think you should go here because, because, because. And it wasn't a year later that he was calling me back and said, Coach, I got the lead. I said, I told you, but I called, I made one phone call and I got him to another school. Mm. So that, and see, that's why, like I said, uh, I ain't want, that's why I changed the way I worded that when I'm talking with kids about, because that's still, I understand when you're an athlete, I, I'm I, I play, but I'm a musician. When you, be, I, I mean, that's what I do. I keep writing songs. I keep doing this. I'm gonna keep doing it until also, you know. <laughs> but also now, like Coach said, now if they don't check them boxes, now I'm the type. I'm the type coach. If you come in the meantime, you're going to play college football, and you got a one point, a one point nine. I'm gonna tell you point blank, you ain't playing college football. <laughs> Period. I don't, and I don't care how you feel about it. I'm straight up coach. You know, and 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 that's and, and that's probably one of my, I guess that's probably one of my that's my kryptonite because I'm so straight up. And I was straight up with kids in college. I was straight up with kids in high school. You're not going to do anything with a 1.9. Mm-hmm. I said it go hand in hand. If you don't have both, you're gonna be at home doing something else. That, yeah, you're right, Coach Thompson. Oh my gosh, that, that I, I like straight up, so I'm good with that. Coach Thompson, same question. How do you, uh, you know, how do you, how do you handle that? Or well, what was your end goal, and then how do you use that to maybe talk to uh, other students, student athletes? Man, as a player, and I think probably anybody who will probably tell you otherwise, you know, as a player, your end goal is to to go to the league mm-hmm. and your end goal is to go to the league. You know, that was my end goal to go to the league. But I think as you, as you near what may be the end or whatever, I always tell you, man, if, and, and I usually always tell my little brother this, uh, God rest his soul, uh, man, you shoot for the moon because if you don't make it to the moon, you land on the stars, right? Mm-hmm. So your natural inclination of whatever it is, you encourage that kid. If kids say they want to go to the league, and you encourage them and you tell them, you know, you can do it, right? Right? If you check them boxes, then mm-hmm. you go for it because you only have one chance at that. Yeah, yeah. And and as a and as a um and as a coach, as a high school coach, same thing, same deal. You always encourage, man, if if, if that's your if that's your end goal, then you can do it. Because if you continue to check those, and I and we keep saying check those boxes because that's the most important thing, because everybody can play. 
that's that's the, the Super Bowl just went on. I think it was like, I think when they did the math, it was out of the, out of the whole Super Bowl roster, both teams. I think it was like two or four, like two, three or four, three stars, and then like it was no five stars, no four stars, wow. because it's all those other boxes that make the difference in sports and in life. You know what I'm saying? So I'll tell them, man, you shoot for the moon and you got two eyes, one for the end goal and one for the journey. You see yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. as you as you navigate, as you navigate in this thing, you always shoot for whatever the end goal is. And and that's a life lesson. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Whatever your inclination is, man, you you go for it, you go for it full speed. And then once you get to the quote unquote end, and I hate to say end, you realize, well, I stayed eligible for four years. Now I have this degree. Now yeah. I can go teach. I can I can go coach. I can I can start my business. I can uh, work. You know, you know that's the stars still. Yeah, you're right. So that, that's, and that's, oh, it, that's how simple like, it was for me. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. that look, 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 uh, look. Podcast land. They be dropping bars on here. What do you say? One eye on the journey, one on the end goal. Where my where my organ at? I got that's a that's one of them preaching things right there. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Listen, so um man, that's this that's some that's some good stuff. That's why I had to rethink uh how how I how I dealt with uh student athletes because yeah, you can do it, that's your dream, you can do it, let's do it. And I'm gonna put you with the people. I'm gonna tell you about how to how to get it how to get it done, how to check <laughs> check those boxes. So speaking of like checking checking the boxes, um, uh, I go with Coach Connor. I go back to Coach Connor. So how do you help those that you see um, that have that that it factor that that dog, but you know they they may be they may be freshmen. And they're starting off a little, you know, weak in this in that in one of those boxes, which is that GPA, the studies. How do you help with that? How do you then how do you help with maybe character to at least give them a shot to get to the, you know, to to reach their goals? Um, um one uh, uh I had a kid, I think it was one one of my uh he was a linebacker about six two, six three. And I saw where his reading skills were, um, we you know, we was a little liking for 11th grader. And I knew that he was going to have to go, go on, you know, get ready to play college ball. So therefore I got with his, you know, I, I'm, I'm got with his teachers. We got together and we just, we came up with a plan. And not only that we came up with a plan, I would make him, I would, I would I told him that you have to come see me each morning and you're gonna have to read the newspaper to me each morning. Mm -hmm. And so by doing that, by 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 making him come and, and read the newspaper to me about 10 or 15 minutes, that was encouraged him to read more. And the teacher was doing little things with him in class. And um and this kid ended up going on playing junior college ball. And had um, had five or six different offers from from the junior college when when he left junior college, and so you know that was just that was just you you tried to find you you tried to find you you tried to convince them the number one thing that you need to do is work on your weakness. 
Yes, you can play football, but in, in order for you to strengthen yourself, strengthen you as a person, as a man, you need to work on your weakness. And once you find the weakness, it's embedded in you as a coach to make sure that the kid work on their weakness to become a better person and a better man. Mm -hmm. That's good. Look, another bar drop. That look, I need to start bringing me some uh, there's some church organs over here. <laughs> you got to work <laughs> on your weakness. <laughs> that's some, that's some good stuff for 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 life lessons. I put that down for me. <laughs> so, Coach Thompson, because you you've been coaching for a minute as well. How did you? Uh, same same question. Same question. Man, you you you. My eyes lit up when you said you have an incoming ninth grader that's struggling. Because man, I, I I love coaching high school football. I love I love I love coaching college football now, but I, I really loved coaching high school football because when you get those guys in, in, in the ninth grade, they're 14 years old, they want to play football, they're a blank slate, right? Yeah. They're a blank slate. And now I have this great opportunity to help mold this young man and 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 through this great game of football, teach him all the life skills he needs, right? So yeah. if it's if it's something that he's struggling with, um um, you just you give them all the resources that they need, all, all, all the resources to help them through whatever it is, whether it's, it's, it's counseling, whether it's math class, whether it's tutors, whether it's the, the, the librarian, whether it's, it's you one on one. You see what I'm saying? And you just yeah. give them all those resources that, that he needs. And then again, that kid, he'll show you exactly who he is. He'll, he'll, he'll show he don't have to say nothing you don't he'll show you exactly who it is like coach said he had the kid to, to come in and read him the newspaper and he said come read me the newspaper every morning well if he only made it two days out the week he's showing you uh, he, he's showing you exactly who you know he's showing you exactly who he is but if he continues to come every day and you give him those resources he needs man he it, it just he just it just molds him into you know it's like a rocket man you build this you build this rocket and, and you mold this rocket and then you can almost just let it go. And coach know from coaching and coaching high school, man, when you get you a junior that's been with you for two years, it's almost no hands because he know he's been in the program. He knows everything. He thinks like you, he talk like you, he talk. I know I talk loud, but it, it's, it's like a rocket, but you give them all those resources, man. And, 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 and to help form him and, and that helps get him through anything that he's struggling with. That's right. That's right. Listen, that that take me back to when uh I was in uh uh Pickens County uh with Coach Thompson and them them uh students football player called me, Coach, what can I do to take this up to a B? <laughs> I don't need no C. Coach said we can't get no C. I said, well, look, uh-uh. Some of them I gave grace to, but some of them I was like, you know what? You got to take whatever punishment Coach Thompson gave you because you'd have had all these opportunities. Especially when I found out, I was like, hey, I use that leverage. Hey, you know, Coach, you're going to be doing X, Y, Z if you had this seat. Now yeah. you know. Okay, I'm going to get to it. And when they give me that, I'm going to get to it, okay? I put it, my, put it, I file it back in the back of my head. Yeah, you when it comes that because you're gonna come ask it, <laughs> but I love that I love seeing that uh because it motivated them in in their in their studies. Uh because you know, like I told them in the classroom, I was like, you this proves that you motivated because you want to do good in the classroom because you want to reach your goal, you want to yep. be on the football field, you know you're not yep. gonna be on the football field with it with us. 
And I was like, so this should motivate you. You telling me you love football? No, you don't. Because you're not putting in the work here to get out there because you know the rules. I said, coach can't help you with certain rules. He can't say, hey, I know he I know he got a, a, a point, negative point nine. But can you put him out there? Because <laughs> people above him going to say, no, nah, you can't. He can't. He can't go. And so I I, I love that about uh, that mentality you had because it 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 made them it made them do better. It made it made my job easier. So thank you. <laughs> right. It's a thin line, man. It's a thin line. It's, 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 a, yes. it's a thin line between though, you know, it, mm-hmm. it sounds bad, but you really, you know, give me that slate of guys that are eligible. Mm-hmm. And that's what, that's what you mow. Not, you know, not because you know, you can't continue to you can't build anything like that. Yeah. You, you, I mean, you just can't, okay. <laughs> right? So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna change gears a little bit here because I'm I'm gonna get into the landscape. We've already one of the questions I know I sent y'all is how the landscape would change, and I think we 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 scratch the surface at, surface of that a little bit. Uh, you know the rules have changed, and and uh, I know especially uh, you have uh, uh, let's talk let's talk college a little bit since both of y'all have coach uh, you coaching college you've coached college. Uh, how has how has the Neil and the transfer portal and all this? How has it changed? Uh, is it some is it some that that I mean I know it's here <laughs> and it might be here to stay. Uh, as coaches, how do you uh, deal? With, I'm gonna start with Coach Connors. I'm gonna start with Coach Connors and say, what do you think about the landscape of football now, especially? With a Neil deal with transfer portal and all that, all this. And, and uh, let Coach say even what he's doing now. If you build, if you build a relationship with those kids, who when you recruit them, um, you know, nine times out of ten you won't have transfer. But um, when I used to go out and recruit, and and if a kid, a kid would ask me, "Am I going to start when I get there?" I tell him like no. I said now how can how can I tell you you gonna start when I've been coaching this kid and he been playing with me for the last two or three years? I said now, but if you come out here and beat him out, if you come out here and beat him out, yes, I will let you start. I said, but I'm not gonna tell you you gonna start to get you to the school. Mm-hmm. Is that's the way you feel? You might want to, you know, choose. I'm talking and, and this this was Division three. I said, the only thing that, I, that I, I'm going to guarantee your parents that you're going to do is I'm going to make sure that you get a degree. Mm-hmm. But in, in, but I, I, the, only, the only thing that I do dislike about the transfer portal, it, it just makes kids, uh, it's easier for them just to say, all right, I'm going to pack my bags. I'm going to another place. Mm-hmm. But what they don't understand the same problems are the problems that you having. You're gonna pack those up in that luggage and take them to that same place. Mm-hmm. Take them to the new place that you're going if you don't change the mindset of, of your own mindset. Yes. Uh, Coach Thompson, you off in and talk, talk about. So how do you deal with that? And what's <laughs> that's who they are, right? <laughs> that's who they are. Mm. The, the the ones that, that that shy away from what's hard, what's tough, and all that. Hey man, if you've been to tra- if you've been to transfer portal two or three times, mm. that's who you are. 
what value, what value can you bring to my room uh, uh, from a standpoint of uh, continuity uh, and, 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 and being through something? What, what have you been through that's tough that, and how you've gotten over it? That, that's who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think with the, is here to stay, I think it's a, I think it's a good deal. All right. And again, this is contrary to popular belief, right? Because yeah. it's here to stay, but you know, um, it's more moving parts. It's more moving parts for a coach. And at the same time now, at the end of the day, um, I got to look at when you get to a place, when you get hired in a place and coach, no, it used to only be college to where you get to a place and they give you two or three years to build it. And if you didn't, then you get fired. Now it's trickled all the way down to high school, man. You have to get to a place and, you know, you, you can never win enough football games, but I think it's it's a good standpoint from now I can help build the team uh, right now from the, from a uh, standpoint of I can be competitive right now in college um, uh, opposed to, you know, just taking what you have, what high school coaches has done, you know, for years, you know what I mean? And, and opposed to just saying, this is what I'm stuck with. Because, you know, you get to a, nine times out of 10, when you get to a place, if, if, you know, if you're lucky, quote unquote, then, you know, you inherit a really good football team. But if they've just gotten rid of a culture going through some struggles, most of the time you're not inheriting a good football team. Mm-hmm. Maybe good players, but not a good team, mm-hmm. right? So that's some of the things that you can kind of navigate through to kind of have togetherness and something like that, or maybe plug a piece here. But man, the 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 transfer portal, man, I think is a, I think is, it goes both ways, man. I, I think it goes both ways. But as a Division two football coach, I love it. <laughs> yeah, because you can get some tra- good transfers that come in. Uh, <laughs> Or, or so how does it work? So help me, help me out here. So if they, how long do they have in the transfer portal? Like, let's say some have sat there and then they want to go to division two because, (laughs) so how do you look at that? You know, do y'all look at them? Some of them, some of them. Oh, I couldn't hear you then. Yeah, some people have tombstones already. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right, because again, that tra- and I hate to, you can die in the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, man, is and just in my experience, in my experience, I I think you can still recruit good high school football players I know in our conference and, and continue to be better. Yeah. That was big. That was going to kind of be my next when you said that is how has it, how has it uh, hurt for, because, you know, I hear from the outside, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to hear from the quote unquote horse's mouth here <laughs> from the coaches. Uh, how is it? And I'm going to ask you coach Connor, that, how has it affected uh, high school recruiting the transfer portal? Uh, I guess from from, on, from from where I'm looking at it, uh, it has affected uh, uh, high school recruiting because those kids that don't have any stars, like I, I would have been one of those kids. Mm-hmm. If if I would have been coming out now, 
I wanted to go play college football because I was one of those kids that wanted to had wanted to had a star. But mm-hmm. I was I was a um, I was I was a late developer. You know, I developed pretty good. Like my junior year in high school, then my senior year, and then it took me one or two more years. One, you know, maybe one more one or two more years in college. But now, I I wouldn't have got that chance. Mm. So a lot of kids that was getting chance to go play college football is not getting the chance to go play unless you that five star, four star, or that three star, or if you have a coach that gonna advocate for you. Mm-hmm. Because high school coach, you spend a lot of time on the phone mm-hmm. saying, "Coach, this kid can play." Coach, this kid can play. And then, then sometimes, sometimes they're going to, you know, coach, know what I'm talking about. Sometimes coach say, hey, coach ain't going to send me a kid that can't play. Mm-hmm. Just once again, just like, um, just like the kid I was talking about that, that, that became the police officer, he played five games on defense. Mm-hmm. But I was say beginning to Jackson State because the gentleman that was coaching there at the time, me and him played together. I said, look, this kid can play. I said, he only played five games on defense for me, but he can play. He's 6'6", six, six, uh, about 230, 240, but he can he can play. And so I was able to get him there, but the kid ended up making make, making first team all swag at Jackson State. Awesome. So, so you said something that's key and critical. So the, the transfer portal, does it affect those high school coach Connors? Does it affect those relationships you have with college coaches? Then, you know, are they more willing to hear, Hey, you know, I want to hear what you think about X, Y, Z, or are they just looking more transfer portal now? You know, it's, 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 you know, it's, this kind of depends on all what the need. Because it's you know it's 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 the need is the need first, and then they look to junior college, and then they look 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 into uh high school. So it's all it's like about a three step process now. Where in the past it was just a two step process: mm-hmm. junior college, high school. <laughs> so Coach Thompson, as because you you're a recruiter, you out there, um, do you still? try to keep those relationships with high schools or I mean are you or does it change your process some man I think coach Connor coach I think you hit the nail on the head man you know it would have been a three-step process and you mentioned relationships earlier relationships are are everything because just just because I don't recruit a kid from your school this year that don't mean I won't be back next year when we don't have a need or we do have a need in that particular position. And man, it's, it's affected high schools tremendous, tremendously. Um, I remember uh, leaving Pickens County, going to Carver High School, and we, we would sign, um, that was right, 2018, 2019, we would sign, you know, signing day, we'd have 10, 11 kids on the stage. And I knew that last year in 20, that's when it, the COVID and the college kids got the extra year, and now it started. We had three guys to sign, mm-hmm. you know, to sign to the next level. And, and, and really, um, as a high school, as a high school coach, then at the time you like, man, this is crazy. This is killing us, you know. But now, as a college, you know, as a college coach, you've been on this side. That was the same thing. Cosano said, like, man, I get it, you know, because I and I and, and that's what I always tell people now is, man, I get it. 
because as a high school coach, I used to be like, man, why coach ain't, why coach not calling me back? I'm on the phone with coach, man, why don't you take this kid? Why don't you take this kid? Now, like, I get it. Because now is is you're looking at every kid in the nation. Mm. So, you know, I, I get it. Uh, oh, I, I get it. I, I, now I get, I get it a little more, uh, too. So how do you, so Coach Tom's this for you. So now, how would you tell maybe a high school kid to prepare themselves a little, to make themselves a little more, for lack of a better word, marketable, uh, uh, to, to, to set themselves on a path for success if their goal is to either get to or just play college football? Man, no hiccups. Like, no hiccups. Number one, be eligible. Mm-hmm. You can't be on the fence of, Coach, you got to take the ACT again. He might, you know, end up with a two-court. Man, be eligible. When 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 you pull up the NCAA eligibility, say, this kid's going to qualify. That's number one. And that's really the biggest hiccup. That's really the biggest hiccup. Hey, kids complain, oh, nobody recruit me, man. Nobody come, Coach, nobody coming to my school. Man, guys aren't doing their work. Mm. And I, I really don't have all day. <laughs> right. I, I, again, I get it now. Uh-huh. And so it, it's all about, it, it, you know, be eligible and and don't have, and can you play? Like, yeah. man, if you're eligible and you can play, then most of the time you'll get a shot. Now, it's hurt high school kids getting eligible, but it's made college football on Saturdays from Division One all the way down to Division Three better football because those kids that were used to be Division One or FCS, now they're going Division Two or now they're going Division Three. So it's made football better on Saturdays, but as the high school coach, man, you, you care about Friday nights. <laughs> you need to recruit my kids, right? <laughs> so it go both ways, man. It go both ways. <laughs> so I want to go back to something. Um, and it's for Coach Connors. So I was told, and this this might not be true. So uh, I was told uh, by by someone a, a while back. We were talking. Um, I was talking ab- about them uh, uh, about uh, well, they were talking about leaving the school they were. I think they were talking about leaving Central or something like that, going to some other school and everything. Like this goes back to this transfer. <laughs> type deal and they were like uh uh you can do that you can do i said you can't just up and leave a school man you can't yeah you know uh and they speak of this this under culture if you will of maybe coaches from high school recruiting other players and and uh you know stacking the deck with getting you know pulling from other schools and this and that and the other first off it is that a thing and then second coach connor's how how do you how do you deal with that keeping well it's really some other coaches have conversation with him but the majority of it so many of our kids now are playing on the same seven on seven team okay so okay. our kids and you know in in, in this conversation i'm you know I'm, I'm having with my grandson don't make a name for yourself, not go somewhere where it's already a name. Mm. You know, already a name. They already have a good team. They already have good players. But so many kids play on the same seven-on-seven team, so they mm-hmm. say, 
So, so they'll, they'll have a conversation themselves, say, hey, man, come on down here. You know, you can make us better. Come on down here. You can make us better. So, but Coach Thompson probably know about this rule that they have in high school now. But what they're doing in high school now, if a school will let a ninth grader in, he can come there and play junior varsity, junior varsity his freshman year, and really, you know, you know, ain't nobody gonna say nothing about nobody playing junior varsity, you know, because mm. you know it really don't matter. If he played junior varsity his, his his freshman year and been in that school for a year, he would be eligible to play in that school, and, and he he would he, he would have to make a bona fide move. Mm. Okay, because <laughs> I, I you know I heard of 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 several difficulties like that switch schools and and move like <laughs> all of his players to that particular school. And I think it was, it had because they were freshmen. And so uh, it kind of, you know, how, how, how do you, I guess, well, I think you said it, but I mean, navigating that's gotta be, you know, it's, and then you got private school cause I teach at a private school and right. they, they're not supposed to recruit. <laughs> but right. but it's out there it's out there it's out there you know it's out there. well because you, you got recruit, the kids that talk to the kids and right whether you recruit yeah. through a kid through a parent through a relative all of the above i, I didn't go on so even right now my um you know my grandson that has some problems at northridge where he is mm -hmm. you know so i i have no idea but i'm leaving all that up to his mother mm -hmm. and i have no idea where he where he, where they're gonna play at you know, in, mm. when they, it's two of them. It's two of them. I had two grandsons. Both of them started at Corn at Northridge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that, so, I mean, uh, I can. So this didn't leave me because this 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 leave me to the question. I was definitely gonna ask y'all because we're talking about we talking about the kids. We talking about all this stuff. Let's talk about as just coaches, like as coaches, your life. How do y'all how do y'all deal with this? Because I heard I heard uh Coach Sanders say something, say either you elevate it or you terminate it. <laughs> and I think Coach Thompson said, alluded to it, okay, they're gonna give you two years to build a program up. And so you got this, you got a transfer portal. You even in high school, you got a transfer portal within that they use. Uh, they'll use that because that's what a, a parent told them. Oh, it, you might well call this like a transfer portal. But anyway, uh, then you got to win. You got to deal with grades. You got to deal with uh, whether they're going to stay, you know, whether they're going to uh, stay out of trouble and all this. And, but then you got family. <laughs> then you got stuff you have to deal with. Then you have at higher administration. So, you know, I'm gonna go back to Coach Thompson. So how how are you able to because you still, I mean, man, you still look good. You still look like you could really go out there and play. <laughs> so how have you been handling that man? The still you still like you got the exuberance and the the you know vigor and everything. So how have you been able to deal just as a person, you know, coaching as a person? But it's it's uh, going back to like the, the transfer deal, man, it's definitely a thing. It's definitely a thing mm -hmm. in high school. And as a high school coach, I couldn't even say the R word, uh, which is recruiting. But but man, I, I've dealt with it at, at Little Bitty, um, you know, 1A Pickens County. I've dealt with it. 
but it all goes back to what kind of program you run. It always go back. It all go back to what kind of program you run. Kids aren't lined up, and parents aren't lined up outside the door of bad programs. So mm. if you're running a good program, all right, and and you have an infectious relationship or uh, uh, an infectious personality, and you're doing great things, and you win in football games and all of that stuff, people want to come. Mm-hmm. All right, people want to come. They ain't lined up outside the door of the school that's one and nine. I guarantee. You. Now, I hate to even mention one and nine and winning football programs because it ain't all about winning, right? But you just mm-hmm. said it. You end up in the coaches transfer portal if you don't win. Right? <laughs> <laughs> coaches transfer portal. But man, I, I, I still enjoy, man, I'm 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 really enjoying every day getting up and serving and impacting kids, whether it's high school or whether it's college. Man, um, like I hadn't worked a day. Like I promise you, I have not worked a day because I enjoy impacting the lives of these young men. We talk about football, and sometimes we, man, I promise you, in my room, I, I, I'll talk thirty. If we're meeting for an hour, I guarantee you, I'm talking forty-five minutes about life and every day and what they can put in their back pocket to help them Amen. be a better student athlete and a better person. And then I say, okay, man, let's talk a little football stuff because <laughs> if you're a better person then you're a better player. You, you see what I'm saying? If, if, sure. if, 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 you're a, if, if, if you can teach a kid how to help them navigate and become a better person, and the same thing with us. Same thing with us, man. You, you, become, a, you become a better coach, and you, you enjoy getting up every day and just doing what you do, man. Like, just enjoy doing what you do. And, man, I, I still love it. And I'm still trying to get to that number Coach Connor's at, man. One day I'm going to get there, man. I'm telling you. So, so now, Coach, Coach, like I said, you, you still look good. You still look like you could go out there and do some things. Coach, how how you how you navigating this 30, you said 32? 32. But 32, 32, 32 years. Coach, you know, boys, but it's a total of uh, now, it's a total of 35. Total wow. of 30. Third, uh, those were like, like Coach say, number one. Uh, I, I, I married, I married a great woman. Awesome. I married a great woman. Uh, you know, uh, unlike, un, unlike uh, now she's, she wasn't no big. She's not a big football fan. She, she only came to the game because I was coaching or, you know, her son playing in the band. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, because uh, I, I, w- I was blessed to be able to have my son was playing in the band at the same time I was coaching at Central. So mm-hmm. the only thing I had to do was come out and watch him play. And then I go back inside and talk to the team. And, we you know, we were ready to come out on the field. You know, I didn't have to try to, you know, do all that. But I was able to navigate that by having a good wife. She understood what she was, who she was married. You know, she was a football coach, and you know, something I it did get hard. Now, those years, those years that I was coaching that still, you know, we was young, we was young in our uh in our marriage, and that's when it got real hard. You know, we we almost divorced okay. because I was grinding so hard, and that was the only thing that was on my mind was being a good coach, being a good coach. Mm-hmm. Because I had two jobs. I was still with the city schools, and I would leave the city schools and go to Stillman at 4 o'clock and be there to about 11. Wow. So 
I was I I did that for I did that for ten years, and um, that that's how that's how you know was able to still have those um, numbers. But I, I'm I'm blessed, you know, because to be able to coach college and high school, I've never had to move. I never had to pack up and move. Yeah. So so I'm truly blessed. I'm 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 still in it. I'm still coaching a little bit. I'm the AD. Right yeah. now, right now, I'm I'm doing the things that I I, I enjoy I enjoy doing. Um, hey, uh, it's it's by uh, like Coach said by by being a good person. And my whole thing was making sure I was trying to get kids the the recipe of having and enjoying everything that I have gone through in my life. Mm-hmm. I was trying to get them that same recipe. I was trying to get them. I was, you know, I would tell my, I told my college guys, look, some of you are going to stay here in Tuscaloosa and get married. You know, you're going to find your wife. And I, and you know, it's a, it's a, it's a little running story. I used to tell, I used to tell the players, I said, look, don't, 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 don't marry a girl just as dumb as you are. Marry you a smart girl. <laughs> To marry up. That's what yeah. I do. I married up. <laughs> <laughs> so now, now, now all of them come back. All of them come back and say, Coach, I see what you're talking about now. Yes, it do. And so so all of them, a lot of them successful, a lot of them, you know, you know, some of them are principals, some of them state troopers, um, coaches, mm-hmm. some of them are the hiring coaches, they're principals. Uh, they're all over. They they doing great things. I can call out and get any type of favor I want. And it, it just it, one phone call. That's, they, that's oh, you coach son? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Coach, 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 need, coach, you need this. It's one phone call. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh by the by the way, Coach Connor is gonna always be clean too now. He 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 got them suits. He got that tailored clo- clothing. Listen, that's about that little. Hey hey, go be clean now. <laughs> Gonna be clean, yes sir. So I got um. Man, I could look. I y'all talk. I be coming question on question on question. But I'm gonna I'm gonna get y'all out. I'm gonna get y'all out of here. I do have a uh, one. So, um, uh, and I I guess I'll go go to Coach Tom Coach Thompson with this, and I'll come back to you, Coach Connors. Uh, what's something then as a as a coach that you you learn from your players? What, what what's something that just you know give me an instance of maybe something that they have you know you like <laughs> you you coaching and coaching, but there's some and I'm sure you learn stuff. But what's maybe something significant that you're looking at? Hey, that you learn from maybe one of your players throughout your coaching career. Start with you, Coach Thompson. Man, two thousand and seven. I had just graduated college. I was 20 years old. I got my first coaching job, coaching high school football in Evergreen, Alabama, and I was coaching linebackers. Yes, sir. So, of course, I inquired with my college coaches. I said, hey, man, Coach Pierce, the D coordinator, Alabama State at the time, great guy, still talk to him. Man, I'm coaching linebackers. He said, whatever you need, I got you. But it, I had an older group of guys, um, John Dees, um, Malcolm uh, was my wheel linebacker and uh, my Sam linebacker from Owasa, Alabama. Man, I learned so much from those guys um, being 20, 
you know, 20 years old. And these guys at the time were seniors, man, 17, 18. I learned so much from those guys with a guy like John Dees, um, uh, Chip, who was the leader of the defense <laughs> and, and who knew the defense already. And I was learning the defense. Yes, sir. And, and man, I'm telling you, and I still talk to those guys today, man. Uh, Malcolm's a, a preacher. Um, uh, Neil Presley, that was his name from Owasa, my Sam linebacker. He went to the army. He just had a he just had a kid. Uh, John Dees has you know been kind of up and down, um, but I um, his little brother actually now goes to Tuskegee. Uh, but man, I learned so much from those guys as a twenty year old um, with how to coach, when to be firm, when to lay back, the the young coach, when to come ride with them, when to step back. Man, I learned so much from those guys early on in my career, man. And, and really I'm thankful for that group that I had. And I, I think they made me a better coach and they don't even know it. Then way back then, um, <laughs> my first coaching job in high school, man. I, and, and just a, a great group of guys I learned so much from. Awesome, awesome. Coach Connor, same question. Um, like Coach say, you, 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 you learn to navigate and, uh, you 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 learn to coach, you you know you you it's, it's you learn to coach the kids because sometimes you have to sit back and listen to them because they hear the, all the conversation of all the other kids, mm -hmm. and it gonna be you know you can't coach all the kids the same. Some of them you can yell at, they respond. Some of them you can't. Some of them you 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 have to pull to the side and maybe whisper in the ear. Some of them you might have to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with to get them to do. You 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 really because in in the midst of of learning all that, you 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 start teaching yourself, and then you learning also you learning from the other culture that you learning of things I shouldn't do, things that 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 I should do, and when, once I get to sit in this chair, once I get to sit in that. But 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 the main thing that I learned from the kids was how bad they was hurting. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is definitely in working with the inner city schools, our kids was was our, our kids was mad at people that look like look like me. Mm -hmm. They were mad at the black man because the black man had disappointed them so much. Mm -hmm. So now you're trying to coach this kid that his dad said he was going to come by and never came by. Mm -hmm. So now he's looking at you just like he looked at his daddy. So now how are you going to convince him that you're a better person than his dad? But you, you have to because you always got to be honest. Anything that you say you're going to do, yeah. You got to do it mm -hmm. because if not, he gonna he this the kids gonna put you in the same category that, that, that they put they um that they anyone in that they hurt them, mm -hmm. and and those are the things that we have to navigate through as a black coach and yes. as a black man of getting them convincing them, convincing them that we are for them, we love them. A lot of them, a lot of them never been told that they were loved. Mm -hmm. 
Coach, why are you telling me your man coach I ain't gay? And I said, I'm not either. <laughs> I said, but I love you. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and once, once you know, once you do that and once they start believing that, oh, you got your football player. Awesome. Man, that's a hey, that's awesome. Listen, so I hear my virtual uh coffee uh maker going off. I look, it's a dozen more questions, so I might have to uh get y'all again. <laughs> that that I, I and I know some people, I ain't gonna say I hope anybody learned anything from it because I know they have this is some great just life skills. I do want to ask you this this final question. So for other coaches, I I think it was Coach Thompson that put up, I, I don't want to quote it wrong, um, uh, on Facebook uh, about something to the effect of, hey, uh, we're, you know, uh, about as, it, developing as a coach. Uh, sometimes you have to go the long way <laughs> or, or a, a different path uh, or, or something to that nature. Do you find, uh, I'm going to figure out how to say this. Um is there a this is how I'll say it? So going to different uh, to to different uh, uh, um, I guess different fields when you're going from high school uh, to college and then and then different uh, levels I give if you will in college. Um, do you find it a steep learning curve that okay if some people just kind of think they can kind of jump in that <laughs> they jump in and they're like oh my gosh there's some stuff that that i miss that you know i i, I might need it to 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 in other words do you think is is it's more advantageous to go that long way to say to maybe go coordinate this 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 instead of maybe jumping in in it straight as a coach would you recommend that if someone can coach and get the offer to coach at a high high level but may not necessarily be ready would you you know is it a steep learning curve or is this hey go get that money man or what do you think i'm gonna start with coach thompson if you understand what i'm saying if not i can elaborate i think i, I think i think i know where you're going um i think i know exactly where you're going and i think once you get to this level um when you're talking about experience, um, and there's a book by Robert Greene called Mastery, man, to where it says it, it takes 10,000 hours to become a master at something, whatever it is. It could be shooting more arrows. Um, you know, the long haul or the quote unquote journey for me is I think is best. What you have now, and this term is called artificial maturity. It's a Greek term called uh, Yoda, and uh, Janosku. Janosku is learning something through, through, through reading or watching YouTube or no experience. And I, 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 I feel like I know it, but it's artificial ma mature, mm -hmm. opposed to Yoda, which is learning through experience. Man, there's still workers out there who has gone the long haul, right? Who has gone the long haul, who, in, in, in my little opinion, who I think will be so much better off because of the journey that they've went through. Um, if you were on a plane, would you want the pilot who read about it? Or would you want the pilot who learned through experience? Yeah, I want the one who learned through experience. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's, 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 so to me, it's a no-brainer, man. I, that um, 
you know, the long haul and, and you just take it in stride. Whatever it is, man, you just take it in stride. I think at this level, guys know football. The terminology may change. And I know you know what I'm saying, but it's still 11 players, offense and defense. Um, but, man, learning through experience and just something that just you can't, you know, you can't expedite. And you're so much better off, in my opinion, uh, mm -hmm. when you've been through, quote, unquote, the fight. You know, that's just my opinion. Man. Some people may think otherwise. Some people, some people like the celebrities. Mm. That line going to run out. And the work is going to be right that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Coach Connors, I'm going to pass it to you. What you think? Hey, I, I, I totally agree with Coach. Um, I totally agree with Coach on that because uh, the long haul is is a whole lot better. Uh, even, even, even some bumps in the road uh, is a whole lot better because it, you know, one, and once you get to that spot, once you get to that, that place, you you gonna appreciate it a whole uh, you you gonna appreciate it even much more, and you tends you tend once you once you take the long haul, you tend to want to teach someone else. Hey, you you tend to want to teach another coach how to do this, but when once if I didn't saw a lot of, I don't know about coach I didn't saw a lot of coaches tried to tried to bypass the process. Mm -hmm. I didn't mm -hmm. coach some of them mm -hmm. trying to bypass process. And I didn't have to tell a couple of them, hey man, you 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 ain't gonna get past the process. Yeah. You're not gonna get past the process. Mm -hmm. uh, so, well, what makes you any different than I had to wait my 20 years before I came to head coach? Mm -hmm. I said, I'm not killing your dreams. I said, but it's a process. Because if 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 you don't go through that process, you're going to make some mistakes. Yeah. And, and they tend to make the mistakes when they don't go through that process. Yeah. Because, and, it, yeah. because you have to know how to deal with your principal. You have to know how to deal with your athletic director if you coach in college. You have to, when, when, when it, you have to know how to deal with everybody that's above you. You can't, when someone tells you something that you don't like, you can't fly off at the hammer. Mm-hmm. You, you have to figure out another way to do it, but still get the same thing done. Young men don't understand that. An uh, old man do. Old men <laughs> do. Because guess what? Because your wife going to tell you a whole lot of things, time that what you can't do. You figure out another way to do it. <laughs> Amen. I'd have been there 20, 20 plus years right here to tell you. Yeah. And I think that <laughs> speaks to because you got you got other people watching and and that's uh I totally agree because you got young men watching. And so is to me it's hard especially with this generation uh they're not uh, they're not going to be more so they're going to be more so do uh what is the term they used to tell me do do as I say not as I do. <laughs> so they're not a this is not a do as I say generation. This is a do as I do. And if they yeah. know you're going to fly off the handle at at as someone that's an authority over you, guess what they gonna do to you? I mean, I've seen that. That if they if they can't, you you know, you're telling them to get it done out on the field, uh, find a way to get it done. And but then as a coach, you can't. But I believe they have coaches like y'all that have the years in over them going. You know that you know. Um, then I believe that they wouldn't have. You know, 
they skip that process. Uh, seeing a few of them skip the process and not come under a coaching tree. Come up, I, I believe in uh, what you call coaching trees and, and coming up under somebody because it's it's almost like a preacher. I'm a, I'm a preacher. It's almost like a preacher. That's the first thing they ask me. Who your pastor? Because <laughs> they want to see who I to learn from. I, if I, you know, it, right now we got to do the same to me, in my opinion, with coaches. Who? Who, who your coach a tree? Like, I know some people that that come up under y'all tree that that say, man, yeah, I had a coach under Coach Combs. I had a coach under Coach Thompson. And I see the fruit of, you know, and it's 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 a beautiful thing. Whereas I've seen some, I'm like, who your man, you know, I, you know, yeah, I've been here, been there, and all that stuff. And uh it's it's a little frustrating. And I don't want to get, let me look, I'll go into a whole other subject. I'm going to get y'all fellas out the coffee shop. Listen, I want to thank y'all again for your time. Y'all drop some gems, drop uh, a, a whole lot of uh, information. Uh, and I wanted this Black History Month, man, I wanted because most of our leagues are like 80 something. I don't know, even up into the 90% uh, African-American men. And I, I believe, I believe that uh, uh, African-American coaches are well, more than well equipped uh, to uh, to handle these, uh, the issues that come up with African-American men the best. And these coaches here, they have, they have given you, given some of y'all a little blueprint of it. <laughs> now, which unfortunately, some may skip the process because if they were taking notes from you, <laughs> it might get them through a bunch of interviews, but we pray that they take the long way like you all did so they can have some some of that experience, that Yoda. <laughs> and not the, what was the other one? Janosku. Janosku. What was that again? Janosku. Janosku. We don't we don't need a lot of that. We need some Yoda. <laughs> and uh, God, I, look, I thank you again for uh, joining joining us in the coffee shop. Uh, put me in, Coach. It, it's been a joy. Look, I'm an undercover athlete. I played in, in high school, but when they, I saw them them, them uh, pads flying up in college, I went to Southern Miss. I said, you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna stick. I'm going to the choir room. That's where I'm going because <laughs> they hit a little too hard of it. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. It's one thing I want. It's one thing I want to say before you leave. Yes, sir. Is this old quote I came up with? You know, uh -huh. I used to tell my kids, "Is it's not your fault you where you are today, mm -hmm. but it's your fault if you decide to stay." That's gay. Look, <laughs> the doors of the church. The <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the doors of the church. It, say that one more time. It's not your fault you where you are today. But it's your fault if you decide to stay. Listen, that's it right there. Look, Coach Connors, everybody. Coach Thompson, everybody. We uh, we appreciate you again. Thank you all for joining us in the coffee shop. Listen, I, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to contact them get, them, get them back. I know they got a whole lot more. We're going <laughs> to see where the journey journey uh, goes some more a little bit later on. So, But uh, till then... This, I'm Joseph Moore, this is Coach Connors, Coach Thompson. Appreciate you all again, and we will see you all later.